Hi friends, this is Megan, and you're listening to the She Lives Purposely podcast, where we encourage women to love Jesus and live purposely in every area of life. Hello friend, and welcome or welcome back to the She Lives Purposefully podcast. My name is Megan, and I am the host of this podcast and the founder of She Lives Purposefully, and I am so glad that you are here, and I'm so honored that you are taking this time to dive into the She Lives Purposely podcast and study the book of Esther with me, whether you are, um, I don't know, cooking or cleaning, or maybe you are sitting ready with your Bible. I'm just so excited that um, we get to do this together. I want to encourage you before we begin first to share this episode with one friend, encourage them in their walk with Christ, build them up in their walk with Christ, um, equip them in their faith. I know that I can't wait to share it with my friends, which is all of you. Um, So I hope that you will do the same and share it with one of your friends. And to, of course, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the She Lives Purposefully podcast wherever you're listening to podcasts um, or watching podcasts on YouTube. Um, Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single encouraging episode. As you've probably caught on and you probably know, we are doing two episodes a week right now, which is so exciting. On Mondays, we're doing Bible study episodes, and on Thursdays, we are doing kind of topical guest podcast episodes, and I am loving it, and I know that you are too from the feedback, which is so um, just exciting. Praise the Lord. So, all that to say, you'll want to subscribe so that you don't miss any encouragement, any good um, good stuff. So do that, and if you feel so inclined, feel free to leave a comment on YouTube or review on wherever you're listening to podcasts so that I can see what you think about the podcast, um, but also for anyone else who is stumbling on the internet and comes across the She Lives Purposefully podcast, it'll help them to know whether or not, but hopefully whether they should check out the podcast. So I want to encourage you to do that too. All right, so let's get started. Today we are going um, to be studying Esther chapter 3. For those of you who don't know, which if you have been following along, you definitely do know by now, Esther is one of my favorite books of the Bible, one of my favorite stories of scripture. Um, it's just such an incredible story, and if you missed Esther 1 or 2, I encourage you to go back and listen to those episodes um, and, and just... Yeah, listen to those and be encouraged and equipped by those. And also, if you miss Ruth, um, to go back and listen to that. Those are short episodes, but they are full of encouragement for you. Um, and, and so I want to encourage you to do that. Okay, so let's dive into Esther chapter 3. I am going to read it in the English Standard Version for those of you who are following along. Um, and for those of you who are not, just so you know what version I'm reading from because I do think that can be important. Um, Anyways, let's read Esther chapter 3, and this chapter has 15 verses. After these things, King Ahasuerus promoted Haman the Agagite, the son of Hamadatha, and advanced him and set his throne above all the officials who were with him. And all the king's servants who were at the king's gate bowed down and paid homage to Haman. For the king had so commanded concerning him, but Mordecai did not bow down or pay homage. Then the king's servants who were at the king's gate said to Mordecai, Why do you transgress the king's command? And when they spoke to him day after day, and he would not listen to them, they told Haman, 
in order to see whether Mordecai's word would stand, for he had told them that he was a Jew. And when Haman saw that Mordecai did not bow down or pay homage to him, Haman was filled with fury. But he disdained to lay hands on Mordecai alone. So as they had made known to him the people of Mordecai, Haman sought to destroy all the Jews, the people of Mordecai, throughout the whole kingdom of Ahasuerus. In the first month, which is the month of Nisan, in the twelfth year of King Ahasuerus, they cast per, that is, they cast lots, before Haman day after day, and they cast it month after month till the twelfth month, which is the month of Adar. Then Haman said to King Ahasuerus, There is a certain people scattered abroad and dispersed among the peoples in all the provinces of your kingdom. Their laws are different from those of every other people, and they do not keep the king's law, so that they, so that it is not the king's profit to tolerate them. So that it is, yeah, not the king's profit to tolerate them. If it please the king, let it be decreed that they be destroyed, and I will pay ten thousand talents of silver into the hands of those who have put who put into the hands of those who have charge of the king's business, that they may put it into the king's treasuries. So the king took his signet ring from his hand and gave it to him and the Agagite, the son of Hamadatha, the enemy of the Jews. And the king said to Haman, the money is given to you, the people also, to do with them as it seems good to you. Then the king's scribes were summoned on the thirteenth day of the first month, and an edict, according to all that Haman commanded, was written to the king's satraps and to the governors all over the provinces, to the officials of all the peoples, to every province, province in its own script, and every people in its own language. It was written in the name of King Ahasuerus and sealed with the king's signet ring. Letters were sent by couriers to all the king's provinces with instructions to destroy, to kill, and to annihilate all the Jews, young and old, women and children, in one day, the thirteenth day of the twelfth month, which is the month of Adar, and to plunder their goods. A copy of the document was to be issued as a decree in every province by proclamation to all the peoples to be ready for that day. The couriers went out hurriedly by order of the king, and the decree was issued in Susa the citadel. And the king and Haman sat down to drink. But the city of Susa was thrown into confusion. So that is Esther chapter 3. It is a heavy, heavy chapter um, and, and kind of a big plot twist here. So in this chapter, we're introduced to Haman for the first time, who is an enemy of the Jews and the king's right hand man. We are told that Mordecai refuses to bow down or pay homage to Haman. And because of this, Haman was filled with fury, as we see in verse 5. And he planned to destroy Mordecai's people, the Jews. He goes to the king with a sly way of wording his request. And soon enough, a command goes out to kill the Jews on the 13th day of the 12th month. So I just want to talk about kind of four different big topics we see in this chapter. The first is standing firm. The second is pride. The third is to check your people. And the fourth 
is who we don't want to be. Um, this chapter, again, is kind of a big plot twist because in the last chapter we see that um, someone who is Jewish, Esther, is now in the royal family. She's in the palace and you're like, oh, this is probably, you know, going to be a good thing. Um, and next thing we know in the very next chapter, we see a plot to kill the Jews. Not only that, but someone who hates Jews in a very um, significant place of power. So, um, going back to these four points, standing firm, let's start by noting that Mordecai decided to stand firm in his convictions, not bowing to Haman, with, again, no rewards like we saw in chapter two, no rewards, and with consequences this time, even consequences that majorly impacted other people, as we see in verses four through six. They are going to impact the rest of the Jewish people. He doesn't submit to acts against his convictions, even when society pressures him. And it seems that time and time again, he is either unrecognized or punished for his good deeds and convictions. This is such a reminder that we do not do things to please man, but we do things to please God. God's opinion is the one that matters. Pleasing God may mean no recognition. It may mean punishment. It may mean putting others and God above myself, but it's a worth it path to take. The next point that I want to talk about is pride. In this chapter, we see the theme of pride arise again. Pride takes offense in, in verse 5. This pride that takes offense, just like we saw in chapter 1, validates an extreme and unwarranted punishment for that offense, killing a man and his entire people. Pride can take us to unreasonable thoughts, unreasonable actions, and unreasonable places. Pride has a way of setting itself up to be for us, for our praise, for what we deserve, but ultimately, God brings the proud low and raises the humble. Pride tricks us into thinking it's for us, but ultimately its blinding ability to see only our perspective gets in the way. We'll see this with Haman as every action he takes in pride with an evil heart are the very actions that will bring his downfall. And then as we continue talking about checking your people, this is such an important topic. In verses 8 through 9, Haman approaches the king with his plan to kill the Jews. And just like in chapter 1, it is another call to check your people. Haman is sly in how he words things, leaving out information and exaggerating other information. There is so much power, friends, in how we word things, and we often give so much power to the people around us to influence us. This portion of scripture is an amazing reminder to reevaluate who we allow in our corner, know who we're getting information, and know who we're getting information from. Let's be careful who we trust and who we let in our inner circle. Let's check ourselves as well to speak honest and transparent words and to take actions that aren't driven by self-pleasing. So we also, you know, as much as we're checking the people in our corner, corner, let's also be checking ourselves. And then the last point that I want to talk about in this chapter, in chapter three, is who we don't want to be. In verse 10, the writer notes that Haman was an enemy of the Jews. Definitely then, not a friend of God. Going against God's children is never a stance that fares well. God is for his people. He is their shield and their defender. 
This applies in situations like Haman's when he is out to kill a whole people group. This also applies to situations where we may be enemies with another child of God. There are disagreements in the body of Christ, but know that there is to be unity in the body of Christ. Know that when we have a problem with another believer in the body of Christ, we need to approach it the way Christ would, because he is their defender too. In verse 15, after the message of death is sent out to the Jews, Haman and the king drink as the city is in distraught and confusion. Never be the people that set fire and watch it burn. To be so separate and to act so irresponsible in regards to the problems that you cause. I think that is such a profound scene. Scene, it says that the people are in such confusion and there they are just drinking with each other. Um, speaks to the kind of leaders that they are, but also just, again, making decisions and then letting things burn and being so separate from the consequences of that and how dangerous that is. I hope and pray that this short study on Esther chapter three was an encouragement for you today, a reminder for you to stand firm in your convictions and in the things that the Lord has called you to and know that he sees you even when others don't or even when there's consequences that he sees you. I hope it was an encouragement to check your own pride. I know it was a conviction for me to check my pride at the door every single day because pride comes with a fall always and the Lord raises up the humble but he does bring the proud low. I hope it was also an encouragement to check your people. Make sure that the people that you're surrounding yourself with and the person that you are is someone who's going to be uplifting and encouraging but also is going to be honest and God-fearing um, and, and truthful in the things that you say to other people and never trying to um, just get gain for yourself, I guess, ultimately. And I hope, too, that this was an encouragement just to, as a reminder to have unity in the body of Christ um, while also encouraging you to know that the Lord is with his people. It seems in this scene that Haman is going to win, you know, that there is this edict that goes out. It's chaos, it's destruction, there's confusion, and it's a very fearful time for the Jews. And maybe they're wondering to themselves, like, where is the Lord? He's supposed to be our defender, but the Lord notes who Haman is. It says that Haman is an enemy of the Jews, and God is for his people. He has not forsaken you if you feel like, you know, there is something coming against you. He is with you. He is with his people. And, and all of those things do not go unnoticed. And we're going to see in Esther, he comes through. He comes through for his people. So I hope this was an encouragement for you. Don't miss next week's episode and later this week's episode as well. They're going to be incredible. Um, and I'm really excited for them. I hope and pray you were encouraged and equipped by this episode. And if you were, definitely share it with a friend to build them up in their walk with Christ. And of course, if you haven't yet, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to or watch podcasts so that you don't miss a single encouraging episode. I love you, friends. Live for Jesus well. Live purposefully and have a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to today's conversation. I would love to hear what you thought about the podcast on Instagram at she lives purposefully and to rate and review us wherever you're listening from. It really helps us to serve you guys better and just lets us know what you're thinking and feeling and what you're looking for even. Um, so feel free to do that. And also tell your friends about the podcast. Let them know if it's been an encouragement to you, go and encourage them with it. Thank you so much again for listening. I love you friends.